I had a hot take on on Mike on Nick's story about uh, getting recognized at the. Uh, I was going to ask at what point in the story uh, was Nick going to reveal that that this because this has happened time after time where Nick has been like, oh yeah, like somebody left us like a five star review on Spotify. Oh yeah, it was my dad. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, first off, this was not my dad. This well, I I know where Devin's coming from because you, right. you've done that a couple All times. Right. Oh yeah, I was, just, I was just waiting for you to be like, oh yeah, I, I met this guy at this food truck who like recognized us, and uh, yeah, he was like, man, I love the cheesy gordita bunch. Yeah, it was Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> first off, Jacob, though he has been on the show, has never said explicitly that he loves the show. Um, wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's well, I have a list of people I will never have on the show, and now Jacob's <laughs> on it. So. He's at actually the top of the list. Yeah. And uh, actually, no, uh, but it's really good coffee. Check it out if you're ever on Burn It, if you're ever in Austin, and you're. I thought it was um, ice cream. No, no, that's where we were going to get some oh, ice cream. Oh, oh, it, but we it. saw that our. Our uh, our favorite coffee truck was open, mm. and Bing Bang Boom. Uh, they make some really fucking amazing, amazing sausage biscuits, like handmade sausage biscuits. I'm in. Yeah, it's. I, it's I love a good biscuit. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. and these are like the perfect, like perfect breakfast biscuits. Flaky, soft, airy, delicious. Warm, they put like buttery, coarse salt on top of it. Mm, you know what I mean? To give it that little oomph. The most decadent biscuits. The most decadent biscuits. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty fucking. It was really fucking good. Um, so yeah, shout out Neighbors Coffee, um, and check them out if you're ever in Austin. But should we get should we get the show started? Let's now? get the show yeah. started. I would say we should uh, commence with this episode. <laughs> It's a killer. Fucking conversation. With just three cool guys talking about fried chicken. It's a killer. Fucking. Well, welcome to the Cheesy Gordita Bunch podcast, the official podcast of the Taco Bell Cult Facebook group. I'm your host, Nick Ortiz, and with me as always, my co-host, DJ Daddy Dill, Devin Hanley. Bing bong, we back. And of course, the uh, Nashville hot chicken in this family-sized order, Jordan Craven's Krennic. Let's get it. Yeah, also the colonel doesn't talk like that. Hey-o. He has like a high pitch voice. He has a little high pitch voice. Dude, he's finger licking good. <laughs> For real. So, For real. I listened uh, to some, epi- some some interviews with him, and it's a little high. It's a little high pitch southern he, voice. When did he die? When we don't bring that up. Okay. Because well, he's actually not dead. He's actually spe- frozen in uh, the first um, KFC. And whenever they uh, have the technology to bring him back, he's going to bring a new era of peace. Across the world, <laughs> across the universe, yeah. the galaxy. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, if you can't already tell, this episode is going to be about <laughs> Colonel Holland Sanders. <laughs> I'm just picturing like thawing out Colonel Sanders and like the post-apocalyptic hellscape. Like, well, I do think that I might have been in there a little bit, a little bit too long. <laughs> oh shucks. <laughs> anyway, I guess that isn't how I spent hours uh, researching the Colonel Sanders voice this week, but didn't 
watch a single video of him talking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I kind of forced myself um, because back in the day, they just did not have the best quality anything. Um, probably besides like houses and food. Chicken. Oh, that, well, it was some really good quality chicken now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we are going to be talking about Colonel Harland Sanders. Before we dive into it, though, so uh, the last this this past quarter with uh, good old Taco Bell TBZ, they've um, released some new items. I'm curious if you all have had them. We so first we have the verde sauce that they had uh, recently brought Ooh, out. I got takes on that. It, it's completely different than the green sauce. It is not the verde. It is a it's a it's chili, a green chili. It's a green chili uh, sauce. Yeah. 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 What are the other ones? And then I'll come back to that one. Um, and then, of course, the Enchirito. Mm. Yeah, the Enchirito is back. Yeah. Um, have Have either one of y'all had the Enchirito? Hell yeah. It's fucking yeah. bomb, right? I got I got it last time. I mean, we can go back and... and, and Fine, I'll try it. Like, I haven't tried it yet. It's, 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 a gr- it's worth it's it. It's a great item. It's a great item, and it's it's like... Yeah, yeah, um, whatever. So, <laughs> much, so, so much flavor. Like, I forgot how much I like... You know, I get a lot of drier items a lot of the time. I feel. Yeah, I mean, as a fellow dry guy, he's a dry guy. Yeah, he's a dry. I'm a dry guy. guy. Yeah, yep. Uh, I, 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 uh, it was nice to go sloppy this time. Uh, (laughs) The opposite of dry is sloppy. I just want to make sure I'm (laughs) getting that properly. Yeah, moist and damp. (laughs) Sloppy. Sometimes, most of the time, I'm a dry guy, but last week I was a sloppy poppy. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I got something for you. Yeah, so I had the chili, the green chili sauce. Um, I got it on a, on the, um, the two dollar like Frito oh, so burrito. You added it to yeah. something. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I did in the app. You can just add it, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. a you know fifty seventy five cents or cool. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then I also got the um, I got the nacho fries that um, the, the special it, right? yeah the yeah. special nacho fry like item, and. Um, Honestly, it is it is a different flavor than anything they've ever had. It okay. really is. It is absolutely different than anything they've ever had before, unless there's something in the past that like I'm I just haven't tasted. But I I don't think I can't recall ever having that kind of taste um, and experience at at a Taco Bell. I mean, it was. Um, you felt like you're at a taqueria. <clears throat> yeah. On it, on, yeah. no, really though, it was actually like <clears throat> it was actually like a sauce that you would get at. At yes. like a you know somebody's no one thousand family food truck like it was and it was I agree. it was spicy <laughs> it was delicious it was my god fun, it was yeah. delicious I had the burrito uh, the green um, verde burrito whatever the fuck is called right now yeah. the steak burrito <clears throat> it was delicious mm-hmm. um, I really really enjoyed the enchilado I wish it was bigger you know me uh, but also I am a sloppy boy all right Kay. I am a sloppy boy because. Uh, I love a wet burrito, and the Enchirito was the perfect combo. I wish it was packed with some more cheese. I love the freshness of those uh, regular chopped onions, and I was very happy <coughs> to see that there were no olives on top because olives ruin everything. Yeah, olives I don't like olives. Did you, did you order it without olives? Huh? Did you order it without olives? No, it just it doesn't. Or, it just doesn't come with olives. Really? I guess I didn't even. I didn't even think about that. I can't even remember if mine had olives. Yeah, because uh, if you did, olives. you would have hated your meal. Yeah, you would have yeah. thrown up yeah. immediately yeah. on sight. Literally, totally. It would have been. A, it would have been a sloppy disaster. Yeah. So, so on the Craven Savings scale, what, what yeah. are you looking at uh, for for these? Are, are they craveable? One, <laughs> ask. Tell <laughs> me, is is this green chili craveable? Should yes. the folks in Bell Nation 
clamor and uh, yes. riot. First <laughs> and riot, of course, you should be Naturally. you should be going to your your state houses and and picketing um for for this sauce. It is it is good. I remember being a little smoky. Is that is that yeah? I think okay. that's it. Yeah. Um, as well, it was really good, guys. Honestly, um, and gals, and and everyone else, I it really was really really good. I appreciated that they came up with something that was very different, and 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 I'm not like the I, like when I go to Taco Bell, the most I get is the hot. I don't get fire. I don't get Diablo. Yeah, that, that German <laughs> coming through. <laughs> it's not mm, my. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is actually another reason, but but we'll, we could talk about it another day. Um, he's a super taster. That's true. It's well, actually, it's trauma. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, really. You want to hear this quick I story? Do. So quick. When I was a kid, I was like, "Hey, thanks four for that, or three. <laughs> when I was like three or four, my mom came home. And she brought some food, and I was like, "Oh, I want some. Give me, give me the pickle." I'm like, "I want to eat the pickle." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was like, "No, no, go away." And I was like, "No, give me, give me the, you know." And I'm persistent. I'm a yeah. kid, of course. I'm asking you're why Krennic. not. I'm of course, you're persistent. Much, thank you. Persistence beats resistance. There it is. Yeah. Breaks, but same thing. It's the exact it don't matter word me. for word, yeah, literally yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, persistence breaks resistance. And so I'm 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 hanging in there, and I'm like, Mom, give me the pickle. She tells me no like three times, mm-hmm. right? And then this is my side of the story. She tells it differently. Fucking asshole. Well, Nicole, you're here now. Let's <laughs> go ahead. And-, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like. One more time, I ask for it, and she goes, "Fine, here, take it, go away." And I was like, "Woo, right?" Yeah. So I get up, I take a bite, and it's a fucking jalapeno, Ooh. and it's a pickled Ooh. one too, right? Yes, it was Ooh. like from Church's Chicken, dude. Oh, it yeah. was, it was so. F- I went to the bathroom and I cried by myself in the bathroom in the sink. That's why I love churches because churches Pussy. always gives you jalapenos and carrots in a little bag. Spicy jalapenos and carrots. It's fucking amazing. Ah, Trish Burned my fucking mouth. So growing up, I never ate pickles on anything. So I don't really like pickles that much because I just like it's like if if you never had like mustard on a hot dog growing up and then you just put it on there, it might turn you off. That's how pickles are for me. I just didn't eat it growing up like with anything. So I can eat pickles. It's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't like going to like a, a shock, you know. Yeah. Um, or a trance or some like well, kind of nervous system really breaking. That was traumatic for you. Thank, it was, but I you, also yeah, didn't eat for, any thank spicy food. Thank you for food. being so uh, vulnerable <laughs> on this uh, podcast and sharing this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your trauma this, about jalapeno yeah. pickers. I also I also didn't eat um, any 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 spicy food. So that's why, like, even though it's probably like a five out of ten. It was it like made me cough like a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> it was like fucking spicy. It really was, but it, it it tastes really good. And and if you haven't had it, you have to go try it. You really really do have to try it. It is something that Taco Bell, in my I, from what I can tell, has never done before. So it's 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 a must. It's it's worth it. I, it's I'm, worth a try. I'm I'm really glad that Taco Bell because I I love New Mexico. New Mexican style Mexico food. Oh which yeah, I don't appreciate know, it too. New, yeah, New New Mexican Mexican food is specifically with re- green chilies. Oh yeah, I think of thing. green yeah. chilies. The hatch chili. Um, yeah, hatch green chilies. I love that flavor. I think those are absolutely amazing. So I would be excited to try to try that. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know that either. I thought this was just regular kind of old school throwback. Verde sauce. So um, now that it's mm. you've broken it down, that it is actually something completely different. I am much more compelled. It's a light. It's a light green, like crema it's, it's sauce. Nice. It's, it's yeah. very yeah. It's, it's like uh, avocado salsa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's good. Try it. Go try it. Please do it. Um, I ten out of ten on must do. 
Um, I would say eight or nine out of ten on taste and flavor and experience. Cool. And then cost-wise, if you add it to anything, it's only a few bucks. It's only like a little, so a few pennies. So cost-wise, it's also going to get a good rating. I'd say, okay. I'd say eight out of ten on that. Cool. Well, hey, you nice. heard it here first. Check it out. And, um, you know, check us out. Social media. Cheese Gordita Bunch on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Check out the Taco Bell Cult Facebook group. And, um, yeah, of course, check out Tall Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to the. Hey, leave us a review, you you dickheads. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Yeah, leave us a review. (laughs) Leave us a review if you've listened to the show. Please leave us a review. Hey, family members. Hey, family members. Yeah, I'm (laughs) talking to you. Hey, I just want to say, Devin's family hasn't left us a review, so someone's at least doing their job. Wow. Leave a job. Wow. Any family out there, any family out there listening, leave an anonymous review so we can read it on the air and not tell the audience that it was a family member who would love honestly us no one regardless no one would have told them it was a family member but of course it's devin who <laughs> snitches uh leave it to devin to dry snitch dry snitch oopsie. devin yeah, he <laughs> said he's oopsie a, he's a dry guy you know he so. is a dry guy he's a dry guy so we are talking about colonel harlan sanders so Holy. let's let's go ahead and just dive on into today's main topic <laughs> I'm Colonel Harlan Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Hey, you two coming? You go ahead, honey. I want to talk to these folks a little bit longer. Colonel Harlan Sanders, born on September 9th, 1890, wow. to Wilbur David and Marguerite Ann Sanders. Wow, that's Devin. You guys are like the same age. <laughs> At least. Yeah. yeah. So he was this, the oldest of three children, and the Colonel's family, they were Advent Christians, and that's I guess a, a specific type of Christian. I was gonna ask, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. they were strict yeah. parents, continuously talking about the evils of alcohol, tobacco, uh, gambling, even whistling on Sundays. You know, they didn't like any of the good shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, when the Colonel was five, his father did pass, causing his mother to like really take over the main role of as like the main provider. But also, a lot of that was uh, a lot of like the housekeeping was left to uh, the young Colonel. So he had to take care of uh, two other siblings, um, and at the age of seven, he started like making food. Uh, he became a really skilled bread maker and a for- forager because they lived in like fuck where did they live? I don't even remember. Forests? No, no, they they lived in like Missouri or some shit like one of those like country bumpkin states, states where the uh, Midwest somewhere the the resources just weren't as available. So going out and foraging was gonna be uh, was gonna yield more because one it was fucking free. I mean, it's also 1890. Let's not. Yeah, true. It's yeah. like the 1890s. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, er- everyone was a forager, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the age of 10, the colonel began to work as like a farmhand. I was just going to say, like, this is a fucking rags to riches. This is an American fucking story right here. Like, this ain't no clown born on a, uh, you know, born in the McDonald's, uh, f- you know, oh, Ronald yeah. McDonald b- fucking silver spoon in his mouth. <laughs> Uh, silver clown shoes on his feet (laughs) yeah exactly no no absolutely you know the the colonel um especially like going over his life he did not have it easy but at this point in time nobody really had it easy yeah i mean in 1902 his mother had married a william brodus brodus i don't know but they moved to to indiana and the colonel did not have a good relationship with his f- stepfather. And at the age of 12, he actually dropped out of seventh grade and went to work on another farm. 
Now, at this time, the young colonel, he really had to make his own way in the world because of just like the tumultual, tumultuous, whatever, the terrible relationship. No, 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 that was a good one. That was terrible. Now, I told, tumultuous. That's now a from an early age, I told myself I needed to get out of Dodge. <laughs> so that's what I did. I took all my things, I put it in a little bag, and I was like, Paul, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be whistling every Sunday, you motherfucker. <laughs> now in 1906, the colonel actually lied about his age and joined the army at either like age 15 or 16. Holy shit. Yeah, he was like, this I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm going to Cuba. I'm gonna be a wagoneer. He's like a actual becomes an actual colonel then. No, no, he's actually That's too, ironic then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he actually does he isn't he doesn't stay in the army long enough to become a colonel because he he actually discharges a year, a year later. Okay. Um, Cuba, great choice though. Yeah, he he went to Cuba. He was honorably discharged and between 1907 and 1930, he had various amounts of jobs. Like the shit that he did was crazy. So he was everything from like working on a steam engine to being a midwife. Like this man helped wow. deliver. Crazy. He helped bring in eight children into the world. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, Fuck this yeah. is crazy. How do you think they? Why do you think they honorably discharged him? They like got his dental records and they're like, "Oh, you, you, you still have your baby teeth. You're, <laughs> you're too young to be in the military." <laughs> I, you know, actually, I didn't even figure out why they had, uh, you know, honorably discharged him. But, but yeah, he next he was, episode he ended up being discharged. Uh, in the next episode, we will talk about. How he did end up serving during World War Two? Chicken. It was chicken. <laughs> Let's go. He was serving. World, he was serving chicken in World War Two in Tennessee, the same facility that they were enriching uranium during the Manhattan Project. So uh, secret. You, that that blend. Wow. That blend of this secret dude, herbs this, and spices there. This, yep. <laughs> this guy is like the fucking. He's like they like they they could make like a Forrest Gump. Style <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> You're not wrong. It'd probably be more interesting. Um, I'm surprised nobody's done a full-on doc. Has, uh, is there? Is well, there like a full-on documentary uh, I, movie you know, honestly, I don't of know. this man's life? I, I know there was a movie where it. the colonel uh, was played by Mario Lopez, <laughs> like a oh. lifetime, like a lifetime movie. Uh, yeah, that seems like the perfect character. Yes. Uh, yeah, because because the colonel definitely didn't grow up in a time where <laughs> where it was bad to be a different color skin. But I'm sure Mario Lopez was like really surprised when he got offered that part. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like that? <laughs> really? You're, you're giving me the colonel? Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Sure. But yeah. in 1924, the colonel moved to Kentucky to work at his, as a salesman for Michelin. Michelin. Tire, com yeah, tire company. Michelin. Yeah, and um, once there, the fucking <laughs> so plant funny. ended up closing, so he was kind of shit out of luck. This guy, his journey is oh, yeah, he, he, tumultuous. He could not keep a job. The colonel could not keep a job. He was a fucking fighter, though. That's why. The reason why he lost a lot of his jobs is because he didn't take any shit from anybody. He was willing to throw hands over anything. He even, like, knocked out this, like, one train engineer and was, like, fired on the spot. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, gosh. we're talking about a man I, who I wonder. I, wa I wonder how that man manifested itself in his midwife. <laughs> 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 Look, you hit the belly right oh, here. I'm not all. You you think I'm taking that thing out? You, you best be joking yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, stupid. But yeah, so he when whenever he was fired by chance, he met the general manager of the Standard Oil Company in uh, in Kentucky called Standard Oil of Kentucky. Okay. 
And he, he got really creative. Oh, yeah. He was just this charismatic, driven man, and everyone saw that in the colonel. So they end up asking the colonel to run his station at in 1930, and unfortunately, the Great Depression happened. <laughs> so at that point in time, they fucking shut down the uh, the service station. Yeah, I mean, he's like, what, 38 at w- this point? Yeah. Wait, so let me ask you guys this. 40? No, he's 40 because he was born in 90. Re- regardless yeah. of what age we talk about, I always think of Colonel Sanders as the, the same old. Way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the 66 year old man on the bucket. Yeah. yeah. Uh, same. That's. That's so funny because, like, he's seven, right? We'd like part of the story, he's seven, and he's like a seven year old boy, gray hair, glasses, little mustache, no teeth, little goatee. <laughs> no, a- absolutely. He, when he knocks out, when he knocks the dude out, punches him, he's like, he turns, he looks at him, and he's got the same face. It's, he says, yeah. finger looking good. <laughs> no, now, no. Never one to just sit idly by. The God, Colonel found so himself funny. a new job with the Shell Oil Company. Now, the Shell Oil Company offered old Colonel Holland Sanders a service station of his own in North Corbin, Kentucky. Rent-free, completely rent-free. Let's go. In return, they are paying uh, basically a percentage of, of the sales. They're paying him a, a percentage of the sales or vice versa. I don't know. I'm, I'm very unclear about that. Um, but in this service station, the colonel began serving meals to weary travelers. Mm. You know, shit that will really beat the regular mundane bullshit that other diners were really offering. <clears throat> and these meals were a hit. He served everything from Kentucky country ham, okra, string beans, and biscuits. As you'll see, there is no chicken on that list mm. because it just too, took way too long. It took a lot longer to cook than, chicken. Oh yeah, it took him about thirty minutes, and people didn't have that time to sit there and get their gas filled up while waiting for fucking fried chicken. Yeah, what about ham though? It's just ham. Just ham's already cooked. Yeah. You just put that bitch on a fucking a stove, and yeah, you know, okay. just basically warming it up. All right, all right, fair enough. But uh, the demand was there. You know, the demand was there. The colonel saw that. God, he didn't have a. He didn't have a fucking. He didn't, what's it called? Oh what? Deep fryer? He didn't have an air fryer just ready to go? <laughs> just like really No, no. no and ironically ironically Jeez, enough, the colonel on. um colonel was the colonel's the reason why chicken was able to be cooked so fast after mm. this. Like this was just a, a problem of technology at this point in time. You know, they just did not have the technology to cook something in like mere minutes. Fucking nineteen forty, so or yeah. nineteen twenty five or whatever. This is like nineteen thirties. This is nineteen thirties. So, uh, initially, he served customers from his own living quarters in the station alone. Like, he was out there while he was, while he was like, filling it up and shit. Uh, excuse me. While he had other people filling up their cars, you know, filling up the air tires, shit like that. He was in there fucking whipping the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just serving yeah. up meals uh, left and right in his own living quarters. And, again, the food was a hit. Like, no one was serving alternative, like, food like this. And to think, you know, like, they're – they're getting um, what is it? What's like old Southern food? Uh, maybe like, like some like sweet potatoes or yeah, you know what I mean. Some green, some collard greens. And, yeah. and we're also talking like diner food as well. So like they're like getting malts, and this is like during Prohibition. So bootleggers were about. <laughs> and one thing you'll notice about the Colonel is he is a no nonsense motherfucker. Clearly, I mean he's knocking yeah. motherfuckers out. business. Yeah. So during yeah. this time, the colonel was on a new level when it came to advertising. He would actually go out to like different highways, go out to barns, and he would paint 
like advertisements on these barns and on these highway signs. Well, that pissed off another um, like a competitor, a local so competitor. You mm. whooped his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, <laughs> you think so? So uh, that pissed off Matt Stewart. And Matt Stewart went over and he would start painting over the colonel's signs. Son and that bitch. shit wasn't going to fly. So the colonel, along with two district managers uh, for the shell company, went out to Matt to, to visit Matt Stewart. Pay him a, a, a visit. It'll pay him already. He's got the leg up big time. Like, if you were riding down the street, would you rather get your Kentucky cooked ham from Colonel Sanders or from Matt Stewart? You <laughs> 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 can't even fucking compete. No, no, you're right. You're right. So, yeah. Whenever the Colonel pulled up with his boys, Matt Stewart. Well, some gang shit. Matt Stewart had a gun. All right, and a fucking shootout erupted, killing one of the men. Oh shit, dude! Somebody fuck? died. Yes, that's fucking the awesome. Colonel, the colonel always staying strapped. <laughs> returned fire. Boy, I keep that thing on him. Hell yeah, he fucking whipped it out. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Pop, Shot pop, him. Pop, pop, pop. Well, I, well, I tell you, that's why I always keep one in the chamber. Now he ended up, <laughs> he, he end up uh, wounding Matt Stewart, shooting him in the shoulder, incapacitating him, and eventually he was arrested. He went to prison for murder. Oh, the, the jo- yeah. Matt Stewart. Yes, Matt Stewart went to prison for murder. Fuck. Effectively eliminating all of his competition, <laughs> making Harlan Sanders the service station king of Kentucky. Hey, listen, if you can't oh. beat him, kill, kill him. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, this is fucking crazy, bro. But this bro. isn't the only time that <laughs> oh, the colonel shit. had did that. Like this. What you like, mean? He shot more people? I'm just so, kidding. So <laughs> what, what had happened, oh, all right, it was late night. And mind you, the colonel, at this time, he separated from his wife. He says the colonel was so, killing it. So <laughs> he, he had separated himself from the wife, from his wife at this point because he married her when he was 18. There was a whole scheme of him trying to kidnap one of his kids back. You know what I mean? Like he just – he was not in the best, most healthiest place. So he was. Living he sounds by like he was a bad motherfucker through <laughs> and through. The colonel, every every paragraph. He's a go getter. He's a go getter. All right. He's he. That's what he is. He's a go getter. He was capitalizing on on shit when and, when uh, other people weren't. And uh, if if you wasn't gonna let him get, he was gonna gonna get you. Okay? Yeah, so, so back so back to what I was saying. Um. So he. He was living by himself at the service station, yeah. and this is Prohibition era Kentucky. So there are the 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 grounds of NASCAR being built. You know what I mean? People out evading the police, people fucking making moonshine and hooch and all this shit. Well, uh, the origins Colonel, of Duke Dukes and Hazard. Yes, yeah, the, well, yeah, Dukes, exactly. Dukes and Hazard. Duke Hazards. Duke, I don't know. Duke, I don't. Dukes I don't, I don't fucking watch that show. But so. He heard gunfire early in the morning, like 3 a.m. in the morning. He heard gunfire outside of his service station. They're calling me. And he was like, (laughs) this shit ain't going to fly, right? This is happening at my service station. Uh, Hearing gunfire is like hearing a rooster crow, basically. And so he goes out there, kicks open the doors in fucking boxers and everything with his shotgun in hand, and he holds them motherfuckers up. He was able to stop them from like shooting at each other. They drop their weapons, and he holds them at gunpoint until the police come and fucking snatch these dudes up and take them away. Get the fuck out of here. The colonel crazy. don't mess around, all right? Fucking That's what people crazy. don't under-fucking-stand. The colonel <laughs> don't mess around. He's not some happy, podunk guy in Kentucky, all right? No. He's a businessman. Colonel ain't going for no shit. 
Yes, and by 1935, the colonel was killing it, all right? His food <laughs> was becoming uh, so popular, all right? He was winning the hearts and bellies of all those who had visited his service station. And that year, in 1935, the Kentucky governor, Ruby LaFoon, commissioned <laughs> Is Harlan that a Sanders real person's name? Unfortunately, That sounds yes. like a fucking cartoon oh, yes. character from, yes. like, from, like, what's the, the, the rabbit movie? Uh, Don't disrespect Bugs Bunny like no, that. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, oh, Roger Rabbit? Yes, Roger yes, Rabbit. Yes. Sounds like a Roger Rabbit character, bro. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. All of these Southern names. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Ruby LaFoon. Ruby LaFoon <laughs> commissioned Harlan Sanders as a Kentucky colonel. And but it wasn't just because of how popular his his food had become. That's because he was he was the he was the law. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because he was also <laughs> delivering babies. You know, he was out there. He would he would dress. People thought he looked like um, Santa Claus. So he was out there eventually, like in the in like the forties and fifties, in a red suit, like a red Kentucky Colonel suit oh, with his cool. little white mustache. Handing out buckets of chicken for Christmas. For Christmas, well, yes. This exactly. guy's this guy's an American hero. Now, before we we dive into a little more of the Colonel's history, I, I got I want to ask a question. All right, what is a Kentucky Colonel? Yes, please. And yes, I I need the answer to this question. Yes, absolutely. And and the thing is, the good thing is, is any one of us, even the people listening to this, <laughs> could become a Kentucky <laughs> Colonel. Now, a Kentucky <laughs> colonel is the highest title of honor bestowed upon uh, folks in the Commonwealth of Ken Excuse me. A Kentucky colonel is the highest title of honor bestowed by the Commonwealth of Kentucky and even predates the United States by a year. Uh, so, wait, it predates the U.S.? Yes, yes. So you have to at least be 18 years or older, and you have to have, like— done something noteworthy uh you've had to have contributed to like our civil society and done some remarkable deeds or outstanding service to the community state or nation now being a kentucky colonel is similar to being like knighted I, that's the vibe i get yeah yeah so instead of like, like being somebody called, just like, kind of sir Krennic, yeah you know you'd be the honorable or mm. you'd be honorable jordan Krennic, mm. or you'd be colonel Jordan Krennic. Say less. Yes. Now, um, there like are currently about 250,000 colonels in the world today, <laughs> not just in the United States, and they're made up of people in over 70 different countries. So if I'm from, if I'm from Taiwan, I could be a Kentucky colonel. Yes. <laughs> you could be, a, okay, so they're Kentucky, you're, you can be from a different place and be a Kentucky colonel. Absolutely. So, and and absolutely. who, but who gives them the? The governor. Oh, the governor does it? Yeah, so, okay. What, is he, what does he just, like, have, like, it's, like, Tuesday, and from I, Tuesday at, like, 12 to 2, he's colonelling people. Yeah, it's, that's that's what it sounds like to me, because, like, you <laughs> know, we'll, we'll 250,000 right. 250, colonels isn't exactly, like, an elite group of, of colonels. Oh, I mean, it's not on. that many have people. Have some respect, in the, Devin. So, okay, so we'll, we'll actually get into this. I'm so, just saying. The first, nor the first known Excuse Kentucky me. colonel was adventurer and colonizer Daniel Boone, who was commissioned by a judge in 1775 to lead a trail company into the frontier. Now, during the Civil War, 
Old Honest Abe commissioned over a thousand Kentucky colonels to act as a goodwill ambassadors to push people onto the side of the Union because obviously oh, at I that time they I needed would, people. I would have joined the Union if it meant I could have been a colonel for <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, 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 good, good oh, to know. Good to know. <laughs> old Abe is just fucking making it rain colonels out there. <laughs> yeah. now you I'm get on. to be a colonel. You get to be a colonel. <laughs> basically, basically, you get a ribbon tie. You get a ribbon tie. <laughs> now, oftentimes at this point in time, they were like prominent people in the community like lawyers landowners businessmen now they did this because kentucky colonels uh, the, excuse me they did this because kentucky was a swing state and at the time they needed as many people on their side for obvious reasons naturally so that was that was <coughs> sorry Devin, that was please. the uh, no that's okay it was just the trade-off like okay listen kentucky we're gonna make you part of the union <laughs> here's the deal we give you it Few thousand colonels. <laughs> <laughs> in in exchange, you become part of the union. That's my uh, Lincoln impression, by the way. That's a deal. Oh, that's your Lincoln. That was a perfect Lincoln. <laughs> I'm gonna call Spielberg yeah. up right now. <laughs> so, for my research, um, from excuse me, from my research, it's fairly easy to become a colonel. So there was an account of one colonel personally nominating 500 people, and not a single application was denied what 500 people one what? person nominated 500 people <laughs> and not a single application was denied and in 2016 the governor at the time i, I didn't bother to look up his fucking name made it to where only just Kentucky another colonel yeah just another fucking colonel so it, it, yeah 2016 the governor at the time uh they made it to where only kentucky colonels active in the honorary order of the kentucky colonel could nominate people but that changed in 2020 okay so for four years the only people that could nominate colonels were fellow colonels yes uh, uh okay all right i don't know if I it's a good like, move or not but really i feel like that's a better move than you know what i mean okay Granted, I, you could probably those like are the, shell a couple thousand to someone to become a kentucky colonel <laughs> Those were the golden days. Like if uh, your way in. if if yeah. you've been like if you really wanted to become a colonel, sorry, you kind of missed your window where, <laughs> where that was a lot easier. You're not wrong. So. You're not wrong. But uh, you know that also begs the question: Are there any benefits to becoming a a a, a colonel, like a Kentucky colonel? No, this is this is great. Yeah, this is great. I need to know the answer to this. So you do get a certificate stating that you are in fact an official Kentucky colonel. Literal perfect colonel. Yep. <laughs> you become a part of the governor's staff. So the governor at that time, you be you become a part of his staff as an aide to camp. And you get the option of having the uh, title honorable or colonel in front of your name. Again, kind of like sir for knights. And uh, a Kentucky colonel uh, is a lifetime appointment. You know, it doesn't matter what governor is in place. As long as, you're, as long as you are alive, you're a Kentucky colonel. And uh, really, that's pretty much all you get. Oh, no take backsies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that's. Pretty much um, what comes with like being a, a Kentucky colonel. Now, there are a, a lot of famous Kentucky colonels. <clears throat> so before we wrap this up, I do want to play a quick game of Believe It or Not. Okay, I'm in on the belie Believe It or Not. I, I just, my only thing here that I want to like at least engage with for a second is that. Okay. They're, they're so basically, being a Kentucky colonel is exactly what we thought being a Kentucky colonel was. You get nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get you get nothing. You get yeah. a, a a title that gives you no benefits. It, um, it doesn't sound. It doesn't even sound like you necessarily have even had to be, be in Kentucky at any point. In your life. <laughs> you, you don't have to have even wrong. said. You have not. You don't even have to set foot in Kentucky. Oh, oh see, they call me uh, Mr. Colonel. Uh, <laughs> they, they call me Mr. Colonel Hanley from Connecticut. Oh, yeah. this is uh, honestly, this is d- d- there are a surprising amount of like titles that you can get. So, in in the Texas equivalent to becoming a Kentucky Colonel is to becoming a Texas Admiral. Oh, I'm in. Mm. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So there's there's the Admiral. Um, admiral, I've heard that before as a title. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there are a bunch of people who are admirals in Texas who have never been on a ship. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, because admirals yes, are like the, the Navy. Navy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yes. Uh, same with, uh, I think Arkansas is also admiral, which is ironic because they're not a coast. Completely landlocked. Yeah, yeah. completely landlocked. <laughs> um, there's Te- a bunch of te- other te- states, te- too. Technically, I'm a um, ordained minister of the uh, universal as, life church a, as Seriously. am i as am i yes yeah, let's go yeah. the trifecta cool. boys yes, all three Boom. of us the other day the other so day someone get married actually, uh, by, bro, from so all three of from, us by the cheesy gordita bunch we'll do we it. will do it okay we don't we're pretty cheap we just get our flights and our so, meals <laughs> and our meals we, i mean the, but our food won't be that expensive i mean so KFC, what's what's food. fucking stopping yeah, us fast food, from yeah, being Chick, uh, not Chick Fil A, KFC, and uh, exactly Taco not Chick Fil A. <laughs> but what are we saying, Devin? I'm I'm saying like, why the fuck aren't we colonels yet? We should become colonels. We should definitely try to nominate and like put in our application to become colonels. Yeah. Clearly, we won't be denied. <laughs> clearly, we, <laughs> clearly, we will, we will not be denied. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, just like it, it, it was pretty simple to become. Um, Ordained? Ordained, yeah. Yeah, and, it's and like I a 15-minute course, if the, that. The other day, it was free. I just literally signed up. Like, I literally signed yes. up. Like, it wasn't even a course. You just signed up. And um, it was great. But it was funny because the other day, somebody called me, and they were like, I I need to confess. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, literally. And I was like, well, technically. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, if, if technically this is a place you can do that. So, so, yeah. So what we're going to do now right, is we're going to play it. a quick game of Believe It or Not, Colonel Edition. Now, for uh, the folks in Bell Nation, if this is your first episode, this is actually the first Believe It or Not in, in season two. Yes. Which is, uh, woo, fucking awesome. Um, and so the way it works is it's kind of like a, 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 a true or false, a believe it or not. So our first contestants, <laughs> all right, so uh, this is a, this is a clean slate. So, uh, Jordan does not have his wins and Devin definitely does not have his loss. <laughs> all right. and, so if, and if you haven't listened to the show, slate. I just, I do want to include one piece of additional context. At this point, I think the record is something like 10 to 2. That doesn't matter. That's it's generous. a clean slate, Jordan. <laughs> Did you not just fucking hear him? It doesn't matter what the numbers were. Last just season. so you know, just so you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's a clean slate. You know, we're gonna, you're gonna start over. You're gonna become colonelized, Jordan. And, you would and, know, and, and, you and would a new know life awaits, Devin. Jordan, Jordan, you would know if what, what a who a fucking colonel was if he came over and fucking uh, took your and stole your roller skates. <laughs> they're, First hey, off, they're, they're blades. They're, thank you, thank you, Nick. Uh, yeah, Devin, they, they're walking among us. Mm, among, mm, amongst mm. us. So the way it works is I'm going to ask my two contestants uh, a question, and they have to tell me if they believe it or not. 
All right. And the one with the most uh, wins. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to have about um, – we're going to do about five questions. How, how, what does that say to you all? All right. That sounds great. All right. Perfect. No, so no, no chance of a tie. Yep. So we are going to start it off uh, with, you know, the, 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 the reigning champ from season one. All right. Mr. Jordan <laughs> Craven's Krennic. Let's go. But we're so – uh, the slate has been reset, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that technically, that technically yes. doesn't even matter. Yes. Uh, no, no, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Be so, uh, just, just so you know. We've, ag we've so, agreed to reset the slate. So, so. champ. Champ. Um, <laughs> believe it or not. All right. Believe it or not. I'm just going to give you a name, and then you're going to tell me if you believe it or not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why did right. you say it like that? <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Jack Hollow. Believe it or not. Oh, I'm believing that one. You oh, believe it? I'm going to believe it. You're going to believe it? All I'm right. going to believe right. it. Correct. Let's go. Correct. That was such a fucking easy one. That Jack, was such an easy one. Jack Harlow you are, is, in fact, a Kentucky <laughs> Colonel. Wasn't he? Because he was just in an ad for KFC. I remember no, he, he, he did was, a whole campaign. He did a campaign. Yeah, yeah you so don't. That was he did a campaign. That's how you become a colonel. You didn't hear about <laughs> the <laughs> fucking thing earlier. Yeah, yeah. You didn't if hear if you didn't join earlier. us last season, this is this is the easy questions that Jordan gets. They call him low hanging credit. They call him high bar dill. Let's hit it. Uh, wow, you can tell he is a dill because he is sour. So. The next one we have, Mr. DJ Dill. All right. Um, believe it or not. Colonel Bing Crosby. Oh, fucking no way. No way is that man a colonel. Not believing it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Bing Crosby <laughs> is, in fact, a Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> honorable <laughs> Bing Crosby. Yeah, honorable. Quote, unquote, honorable. I guess this was the time. This this obviously happened at the time where anybody could become a fucking colonel. <laughs> pre he was pre probably one of, those, uh, one of those 500. All right. Um, champ. <laughs> a Kentucky Colonel. Johnny Depp. Oh, Believe shit. it or not. I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to not believe it this time. So that is a not. That is a not. Ooh. Oh, fuck. He's Johnny girl. Depp is in fact a Kentucky Colonel. Oh, yes. Part yeah. of me wanted to say yes. Yeah, so uh just for those counting at home. Jordan one, Dill zero. All right, let's let's, let's right. Uh, move on to the next one here. So, uh, Mr. Devin Hanley, Colonel Bruce Campbell, believe it or not. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Bruce Campbell is in Ooh. fact. A Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> Damn All right. Should've so, Jordan, if you get this one, you win it. <laughs> so, it is one zip. Jordy, champ, are you going to pull it out? We, we do what we do, baby. Kentucky Colonel 
Donald J. Trump. Oh, this is too good. I'm going to believe it. Correct. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. Yep. So they were... Every this single even, one of this them was, their, was a, a yeah. colonel. <laughs> Every single one of them was a colonel. Fucking yeah. pulling the wool over our eyes on this game. So, so <laughs> you have it here first. Uh, Jordan Craven's <laughs> Kranich won the first Believe It or Not. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, so good job, hey, champ. Hey, there's, got a, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> Since the slate's been cleared. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just a few more Kentucky Colonels. Uh, all right. So you got uh, Imagineer Walt Disney. Kentucky oh, Colonel. wow. Okay. What? Wow. Do you have the year for that one? No, I don't. Ah, that would um, be, be a good one. Another uh, Kentucky Colonel. Say yes to the dresses Monte uh, Durham. Mr. Bob mm. Dylan. Oh, Bob mm. Dylan. Betty White. Wow. Mm, that's a good one. Wow. Craig Ferguson. Mm. You might be a Kentucky Colonel if you're Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, that's out. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yes. And, uh, of course, Glenn Fry, Glenn Campbell, and uh, where is it? Glenn Bell. <laughs> no, he wishes. Uh, and Ooh. Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. So many wow. Kentucky colonels. So many Kentucky colonels. Um, but, yeah, gonna that have was to add that, that was uh, great. Devin Hanley and Nick Ortiz, Jordan Critic to that list. Ooh, one day. Yeah. Now, let's go ahead and wrap this up in a nice ribbon tie. Um, so as the Colonel's delicious food was becoming more popular, even he, he was even able to open Sanders Cafe in Corbin, which is it's still there. It's still technically the first Kentucky Fried Chicken. His first restaurant to not be attached to the service station was Sanders Cafe. During this time, he was perfecting that special blend of spices, and it was mm. a good time to do so because in 1939, food critic, an actual person, and also Kentucky Colonel, Duncan Hines, made a trip out to, uh, to uh, the Colonel's restaurant, and he absolutely fucking loved the food. <laughs> He Wait a second! It. You're a colonel. I'm a colonel. <laughs> what the hell? Why? What did that happen? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> he liked the food so much that he actually included the restaurant in Adventures in Good Eating, his guide to um, restaurants all throughout the United States. And yeah, this made the colonel famous. And really, that's where we are going to pick back up on the next episode on the rise of KFC. Which this I'm super excited this, for. This is exciting, this, dude. This, was, this uh, has been a this has been a fascinating episode. Like, right? Um, from like they they seriously do need to make a like a I movie, mean, dude. They need to a, make a movie. You know, the thing what I've been thinking about is like this is just to me like the most American story. Yeah. Like this rags to riches story, and this dude who just like during the fucking depression, during the hardest time in the history of America, this dude just found a way to fucking sling ham out of his house yeah and hey, fucking he, just like connect with people and absolutely uh, i mean i think it's like i think this is a like fucking when, great episode oh yeah you know the thing is is like when you're a white man during jim crow era america it's gonna be easy to succeed you know what <laughs> i mean and i think he really was able to capitalize it in a really great time to do so and this next episode is gonna be fucking awesome i mean we're talking we're gonna Talk a little bit more about old Dave Thomas, old orphan Dave Thomas from Wendy's, and we're gonna talk about some other really interesting characters that um, that the Colonel had crossed paths with 
in his Forrest Gump-like life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to get into it. Uh, Bell Nation, please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, Cheesy Gordita Bunch. And follow me, you know, Cheesy Gordita Nick. And if you play Call of Duty, also look me up, uh, Cheesy G Nick on, um, on Xbox, on Xbox Live. Um, but any – Devin, Dill. I mean, yeah, my last one, my uh, last thoughts about the show is like you know you just said like the Forrest Gump shit. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like um, made me think that you know, Mister Mister San Mister Harlan Sanders himself was all like, he was just like I cooked chicken for sixteen months, eight days, you know five weeks. You know he's like that recounting his like I walked for oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that shit popped right into my head. He's no, he's like, was I, like I cooked. I cooked chicken 16, for yeah. Yeah, I cooked chicken <laughs> for 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 2 years, 4 months, 3 weeks, 2 days and 18 I hours. I may not be a smart man, but I know how oh. to make chicken. <laughs> I wanted to cook ham. So I cooked ham. <laughs> Life is like a bucket of chicken. <laughs> but Dave, you don't have any legs. <laughs> but Dave, you don't have any parents. Yeah, anyway, um Dude, this is uh, this is so interesting, and the fact that somebody hasn't like made a movie seriously, we we should make it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll make it. Uh, be on be on the lookout. She's gonna need a bunch of production. I'll play the kid. You play like the young adult, and then Devin, you play the rest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you want to plug anything? Um, no. Um, happy Sunday. No, take that out. Um. <laughs> no, and I got nothing. H- happy Pride. Yeah, Happy Pride. That's Pride. A, that's a, there's a whole month we got for that, so that's good stuff, right? Um, and then we, uh, it's just good to do another episode. You know, this ed- episode we got to educate you all a bit, um, answer some yeah. of those questions that you've been burning to to know long for a long time. How did, yeah. how does one become a colonel? Naturally. What yeah. is it? What are the benefits? Who is this man? Um and how old was he when he first grew his goatee? And now we know he was like seven. <laughs> that was when he seven, came in. Seven, yeah. Yeah, and 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 fucking Holland don't take no shit. Holland don't take no shit. Holland's bitches better be yeah. wearing jimmies, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Everybody's yep, seen yep. the other guys, but anyway, um, this this guy's is the fucking the real deal, dude. So anyway, I look forward to the next episode. It's good to do another episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, the pleasure is always ours for you to listen and tune in for a bit and hang out with us. So that's all I got. Follow you, boy, yeah. on on socials. Y a b o i one one two Twitter. You know, you know Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The place you go for all where your dreams come true. <laughs> Send a and tweet. Then, uh, free, free speech, baby. Free speech. <laughs> IG, you know, um, Snapchat, all of it. So hit your boy up. Sweet deal. Take us home, baby. What's up, y'all? This is uh, this is your boy, uh, future president, future colonel, colonel uh, DJ Dill, blowing you a kiss on this wi- on this no-, no whistling Sunday from these uh, Dill sucking lips. <laughs> dill and we're gonna say <laughs> we're gonna say good night, and we we will t- we will see you next week around the band. All right, Bell Nation, we'll stay Baja blessed. Holla. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed.